1: So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your Nerd Alert! Hello there, it's obi John Kenobi, your favorite host in all the podcasts. And welcome to an all-new Nerd Alert. <clears throat> Please welcome today's co-host, the the... Well, he's not the man that keeps the nerd and taught nerdy to me, unfortunately, but he is joining us from somewhere in time and space, perhaps via a DeLorean. And I was going to say he's the sequel, but he's actually the youngest child. So he's the third cool as far as kids go. Uh, But he's the favorite kid here on this channel. Ladies and gentlemen, the doc. Uh, I actually
0: am going to learn you something today, though.
1: Ooh, did something come across your feed?
0: Well, I started digging today because of what our topic is uh-huh uh so i'm gonna start with this so the word sequel so the word sequel
1: i believe it's pronounced sequel
0: say say, quell,
1: say which of queen. course means a whale's vagina uh that's true um <laughs> <laughs> true facts also a movie that could appear on this list go ahead sorry uh, I had it. Hold on one second. Uh,
0: I'll find it. Here we go again. Okay. So it comes from the Latin sequi, which means to follow, uh, or sequela, which is like the same idea to follow. And then in French, sequel, sequel, uh, again, which means like body of followers or. Or following, so the word "sequel"
1: is oh, in the France. We say "sequel." Sheet.
0: Sequel. Oh no, oh, America!
1: Your movies. What fresh pile of crap have you brought from me today? <laughs>
0: uh, and so it's that's the root of the word, means to follow, and the first sequel. Any guesses, John? When the first film sequel was?
1: 1924
0: you're actually not far off in the grand scheme of things
1: okay okay 1916 oh i was way off
0: only eight years it's not that bad okay i mean in the grand scheme of cinema it's not you know that terrible uh it was 1916 and it was the fall of a nation
1: the sequel to the birth of of a nation Okay. jay yeah i want to thank you sir for two things number one you learned me something Uh i did not know Birth of the nation had a sequel and number two you kept that nerd fact related to the topic we're speaking of today (laughs) yeah right and that sir earns you a (laughs) Obi john gold star (laughs) it's a real thing i didn't just make it up on the spot uh I'll be sending it to you in the mail. And It it was relatively quick. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A second OB John Gold Star. (laughs) Oh, you're climbing up the ranks today, buddy. Uh, Uh, All right. So, yes, today's topic, uh, we're talking sequels. However, we're talking a very specific kind of sequel. As you can guess from the title of this movie, we are talking The Terrible Twos. It's not just a stage in childhood development. Um, we're talking about sequels that, number one, suck. Uh, yes. In whatever term you want to define a movie sucking, we will, okay, maybe not whatever. I don't, I don't think we have any triple X titles, but I don't know what's on Jay's list, so maybe. Uh, and, and the second criteria, it has to have some derivation of the n- number two in the title. So it has to be a, a, and I'm throwing things out there. Uh, if they would have called it Alien 2, that's in there. It could be the yep. regular numeral or the Roman numeral. If you want to get cute with like, look who's talking 2 was T-O-O, we'll take that. Um, Hot Shots Part De, uh, that's French for 2, so we'll take that. Like We're not super stringent, but it has to have some variation of 2 in the title. Uh, that was the only criteria for today's list. It has to suck, and it has to have a number two in the title. So without further ado, Adieu. look at all the French I'm using today. Uh, <laughs> Sacre bleu! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I learned in three years of French class, is if you want to make anything sound like French, you go, <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> or if you're feeling nasty, <laughs> <laughs> French teachers love that. Trust or- me. Or if you're confused. Huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you get a little Tim taylor with it. Yeah, yeah. A little, little, little tool manny. Uh... <laughs> right. Jay, um, do you mind if I start, or do you have one you really want to go first? Um, No, you go ahead. Okay. Because this is one that, as soon as we brought this topic up, I was like, we have to bring this one up. And I, we've talked about it on this show in the past. But it, it it sets the tone and fits the criteria just so well for this topic. Uh, it's the number one on my list. It's the first thing that popped in my head when we talked about this 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 topic and this criteria. Jay from nineteen ninety one Highlander two the quickening.
0: <laughs>
1: so the You're original, starting us off on a high note. Well, High is a strong word. Although you probably had to be high to understand this movie. <laughs> um, okay, so Highlander comes out. It's a it's fairly big success for a small, ind- well, not independent, but small budget movie. Uh, director who'd only done music videos, Christopher Lambert, um, which is the correct pronunciation. It. Uh, it was kind of an unknown. It was, again, it was a very sort of iffy, low budget, small movie, but had a big following, made a lot of money. So, hey, sequel, cool. So on paper, you think, okay, cool, we got Christopher Lambert back, we've got the writer-director back, we even got Sean Connery to come back and play the greatest-named character in all of cinematic history, you know it, say it with me now, Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. Uh... Even though his character dies in the first movie, he's coming back. So you're thinking, okay, it's about immortals. He'll so be in a flashback or something, right? Because there's like centuries he's lived, right? It's easy to find a way to write the character back in. No problem. Sure, yeah. Jay? Yeah. What, what, what do you know about the immortals from this movie? Like, what, what, what springs to mind when I talk about Highlander? Like, what are the rules? You get your head chopped off, you die, and they take your power. Right. So it's like it's it's like a power that transfers from person to person. Yeah. They they have to, like, fight with swords and cut it. They can't die unless you cut their heads off. It's kind of this vague, magical, supernatural kind of thing. Uh, And in the first movie, don't forget, it ended with uh, there can be only one. Uh, So the last few Earth gather together in the gathering. And duke it out, and our boy Christopher Lambert wins the prize. Okay? Right? Which is, he can age and die now. Okay, cool. Cool. So what if I told you for the sequel? Here's what we're going to do, Jay. The Immortals are really space aliens from the planet Zeist. Nope. Who were exiled to Earth. Nope. And the Immortals are their earthly forms. Okay? What if we set it in the future... Uh, when MacLeod has become an old man because he he, he won the the prize, uh, but before he got super old, uh, he helped the the government create an energy shield around the entire world to protect us from a decaying ozone layer. Oh, yep. But the the shield is controlled by a super greedy corporation who who wants to tax people. For the use of this shield and not reveal to the world that the ozone has actually repaired itself and it's fine and everything's green and wonderful again. Uh, but they want to keep us down because profit and money. Um this is Highlander but, movie, right? Yeah, those all sound like Highlander, right? Yeah, totally, right? Yeah, no. Okay, don't worry. We'll somehow bring uh uh Sean Connery back. Ask me how, Jay. Uh, how? I don't fucking know, don't think about it. He's back now, okay? It's oh, a okay. thing, he's he's back now. Uh, he's back. He's uh, the 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 quickening happened. He 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 took all of his life essence force and used it to come back in time, and it pushed a big fan. Just don't just go with it. But it's okay because you know what, dude? We've got Michael Ironside coming back as our new villain, right? Like the Kurgan and the first one's a badass. Yeah, we got yeah. Michael friggin' Ironside. Okay, he's not gonna do anything. He's here. Oh, he's just there. Is he the yeah. head of the corporation? No, no, no. He's General Katana, who is another alien. from. Sorry, I mean a mortal from the planet Zeist, who comes to Earth because uh, reasons. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm with you, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a winner. Um, Yeah, this film is notoriously bad. Ask yeah. me how bad. How bad is it? the director reportedly walked out of his own film during the premiere after the first 15 minutes. Oof,
0: that's not good.
1: Now in his defense, I will say the movie ended up going way over time and over budget. So the, the bean counters took final edit away from the director to make sure it got cut into something resembling a film so they could put it out and try to recoup costs. So the original version from 1991, and I use original and air quotes. I'll get to that later. Um, is not his intended version, so I'll give him a little bit of a bone there. But still, the director watched out of his own movie on the premiere. Uh, Its star, Christopher Lambert, only appeared to promote the film because he was contractually obligated to. Uh, It was hated by fans, it contradicted its own first film, and it was subsequently ignored by every sequel that has ever come since. Makes sense. They made Highlander 3 and set it before the events of Highlander 2.
0: That makes total sense,
1: (laughs) right? (laughs) Doesn't it though?
0: Let's not do that. How's? That's not a good idea.
1: Uh, This film has no less than four different cuts. There's the UK release and the US release in 1991. The UK release has, uh, I believe, a different opening and potentially a different ending, depending on which uh, screening you went to in the UK. In 1995, the director released The Renegade Cut, which was sort of his original version, according to him. Um, and then in 2004, when it hit DVD, we got the special edition, which is basically the same thing as The Renegade Cut, but with some finished VFX shots and stuff. Um, each <laughs> one trying <laughs> trying to make this movie make any kind of sense. Uh uh, they, they redacted the whole alien thing and the planet Zeist thing. Uh, they tried in post to fix it. Um, I have seen at least three of those versions. They all suck. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. To um, know. Just, 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 wow. Um, I own this movie because it came in a two-pack with the first one on Blu-ray. So yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. I have never seen this movie, so... You have... No, unless you just want an excuse to keep drinking. Uh, every time you find this movie to be questionable or confusing or just not make sense, just take a, just take a shot. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Nerd
0: Alert yeah. endorses the use of Highlander 2 to get you intoxicated. Got it.
1: Yeah, yeah. To uh, to use a Joe Bobism, sometimes you have to lubricate uh, your mind for the films we're going to watch. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. So in states where partaking of, you know, herb is uh not legal, booze will do in a pinch Yeah.
0: Otherwise, uh use the devil's lettuce. And it uh, might
1: make sense. There you go. So there, that's uh my opening shot. Highlander two, the quickening. That's a hell of a shot. uh um, terrible twos, yeah. I'm gonna work my way up
0: to it, okay. I'm gonna work my way up to it. So I'm gonna start with what I would consider egregious but not the most egregious sequel on my list, okay? Uh, and that would be uh, let me let me let me set a, let me set the scene for you okay it's it's a lone open country road. Uh-huh. Your sister has just picked you up from college, okay. A creepy guy in a creepy van starts tailing you. You think he dumps a body down a tube? Do you know what okay. movie I'm talking about?
1: I do. Do you want to play dumb? No, no. I'm. You know the movie, right? Jeepers, I'm sure a lot of creepers. Where'd you get those peepers?
0: Now I'm not gonna say that Jeepers Creepers is a cinematic masterpiece. Okay. okay? I do have some numbers. So, Jeepers Creepers, 2001. Came out on a budget of $10 million, but had a box office of $59.4 million. So not bad. You know what I mean? It's not Uh great, but it's not bad. Uh, Critics on Rotten Tomatoes, 46%. Fans, 49%. So not well-liked, but it has a cult following. I enjoy this movie. I, I like Jeepers Creepers. So you know what we're going to do in 2003?
1: Make a sequel?
0: Yeah. Jeepers Creepers 2. And you know what we're going to do? What
1: are we going to do? We're
0: going to increase the budget.
1: Well, of course. The first one made money.
0: So we're going to increase the budget by $7 million. So we have a budget of $17 million.
1: Okay. okay.
0: Box office? Uh-huh. 63.1. Hey. So you That's only not made, bad. You made four million more than the original uh, against seven million dollars in extra money. Um, critics twenty four percent fans thirty seven percent. But this isn't why I think this movie sucks. okay, okay. I think this movie sucks because they took what what i I consider a a fresh idea in like sort of the slasher genre. Of like, mm-hmm. hey, this this thing is like some sort of weird demon slasher that just replenishes its parts by taking those parts from people. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool idea. I liked the way they did the first one. Uh, the sort of uh, mystery around the slasher. I, and then they just sort of took that all away in the second one. Like, they showed him a lot. They tried to do more comedic things. They turned a farmer into like a demon hunter. They basically turned a farmer into a, one of the Winchesters.
1: Yeah, you he, he becomes I mean? Quint. Yeah.
0: And it's just like, uh, I just couldn't,
1: I could not get behind it. Yeah, I, you're not going to mention the busload of 20 year old playing high school football players with their shirts off? Yeah. It was a, I think they were bad. It was a basketball. It was a basketball. It was
0: football. Something.
1: Shows Anyways. how long I watched it. Yeah
0: some team um and that premise of if it had been this demon thing terrorizing the bus of mm-hmm. players and that mm-hmm. was just the story and like they didn't actually show him the entire time I think it could have been better than what we got but no it turned into a we're gonna hunt this thing down and then that the the whole stinger at the end of Oh, in about four more days, I'll tell you if it's dead or not. Like, oh, God.
1: (sighs) You want to know why this movie and the entire series sucks, Jay? Why? Did you look into the director at all? Uh, no. Okay. The director, and I believe writer, uh, Victor Salva, is a convicted pedophile. Oh. He videotaped himself sexually assaulting a minor on his first film, Clown House, I think. Uh, Fun House? Clown House? One of those two. Um, and got caught. Oof. Convicted pedophile. So um, I think the, the most recent one, the cheaper Creepers Reborn, I think, uh, he's no longer attached to it. I um, think they finally got legal rights away from him. But just know anytime you're watching the first like three or four movies, you are somehow directly or indirectly supporting a pedophile.
0: Oh. Well,
1: good thing I don't watch those movies anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh look, I liked the creeper uh originally, you know, before I knew all the stuff about Victor Selva. Yeah, um, this is this is yeah.
0: news to me. Let me just put it that way.
1: Yeah. Um no, I I, I I remember watching the first one. I'm thinking, okay, that was kind of creepy. And then I kind of enjoyed the second one in, in that I like a good creature feature and that $7 million, they definitely put into like, let's make him more of a creature. Um, uh, cause he, he has wings and flies in this one, right? He did that in the old? first one. though. Too. Did he in the first one? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I haven't watched it first. I haven't watched any of them in a while. Um, but I, 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 kind of liked that, but I was a little weirded out by like, why are the football dudes or basketball or whatever the sports dudes? Why are they all laying on top of the car with their shirts off? This feels weird. And then you learn that the directors committed pedophiles. Oh, that's why they're all walking around with their shirts off. Okay. This just got creepy in a whole different way. Makes sense. Well, I'll I'll never watch those movies again. <laughs> uh, and then from what I'm told, uh, the most recent one is just uh, The Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Just a flaming pile of shit. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Well,
0: my my list gets better or worse from there depending <laughs> on how you look at
1: it. So fair enough. <laughs> uh, Jay. Yeah. If I said to you Deepest Bluest. Your hat is was like you... sharks fin? It is like a shark's fin. Ah, this is about our friends. You know the greatest rap song of all time. The greatest movie tie-in rap song of all time. Deepest Forget Blue. you, Men in Black or Wild Wild West. No. LL Cool J. Your life vest uh-uh. is off, and that turns me on. Uh, yeah, so look. We love Deep Blue Sea here on this channel. We love this movie. Yeah. Unashamedly, unironically, unabashedly, love Deep Blue Sea. It's Jurassic Park meets Jaws with yeah. the Punisher great so years later like almost 20 years later 2018 we make a sequel deep blue sea 2 yikes specifically we release it directly to video on demand and dvd yikes are your expectations lowered yeah oh yeah they're way low they should get lower. It do, it premiered at number eight on the VOD charts the week it came out. Okay, eight. It was a new title to VOD and it hit eight. Um, you remember the plow of the first movie, Jay? Yeah, you know,
0: you enlarge the brain of the shark, makes them intelligent, like you alter their genetics, and then the yeah. sharks like are smart enough to try to escape. Yeah. yeah.
1: Research station, genetically modified sharks run amok. Again, Jurassic park meets jaws, right? Not rocket yeah. science. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what do you think the plot, of, given that, what do you think the plot of the second movie could be about? Same thing, you know, rinse and repeat.
0: They're going to try it again. Like they're yeah. going to take How what they did wrong. How about we just do
1: exactly the same thing? Like verbatim, the same thing. Um, We changed the name of the research station, and uh, they're they're bull sharks, not mako sharks. So we're now, like, third tier down on scariest sharks, like great white mako bull shark.
0: Oh, no. I, I will disagree with you, sir. Bull sharks are at the top of my list of scary sharks. Okay, then. They can swim in freshwater. They can swim up a river for, like, some odd number of miles. Yes
1: and sci-fi channel made a movie about that.
0: Ugh.
1: Ugh. Yeah, that's um yeah, crazy. other than that, um <laughs> exact same plot, dude. Yeah, exact terrible. same plot. Terrible idea. Uh with with not even half the budget, uh they they had one corridor that they reuse over and over and over and over again. They just change the color lights on each floor, so you go, oh, the floor number one, the lights are red. Floor two, they're blue or whatever the hell they are. Did and they? The at third least, floor, they're green. Did they at least change the camera, like from different no, sides? No, no, it's the same shot, same angle, same corridor. Oof, that's yikes. Whew. That's no good. That's yeah, not good. So even with my lowered expectations. Even like, okay, this it's not going to be as great as the first one. Okay, fine, sure. Because the first movie, for all its cheesiness, it's a solid movie, man. Yeah. Great animatronic sharks. Great cast. Uh, I would say uh, you'll never see it coming. Death scene, but it's been memed to death now, so you'll know what's coming. Um, the big Samuel Jackson speech. Uh, the solid, just, you know, B sci-fi creature feature movie. Love it. Yep. This one is like the worst, maybe not the worst. This is like second tier up from the very bottom of the barrel sci-fi channel original movie shit. Like I'd rather watch this than Sharknado again, but it's kind of a close call.
0: Uh, oh, it's just terrible. Again, one I have not seen. So
1: They made a third one. So they never all learned. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Is they they kept going. Is it the this same movie plot—it's a little different. If I'm remembering correctly, the third one is on like a floating island kind of thing, and like Jeez. it's falling apart as the sharks are coming around them. So it's at least kind of an original or different kind of premise. But I could also be remembering the movie wrong. Um, it it just it reeks of we had to put something out to keep the rights. Only, I don't know who would have taken the rights back for Deep Blue Sea. Like, it's not exactly a a pre-existing IP. Right. So, I got got nothing. Wow. Yeah. There you go, bud. Uh, well, John.
0: Yes. So, I'm going to take you back to
1: 2001. Ooh, okay.
0: Summer of 2001, uh, and, and like put this in perspective, we were 16 years old, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you love when you're 16 years old? Boobies? Fast Well, yeah, fast cars and chicks, right? Yep. You love fast cars and you love chicks. So what movie do you think slid right into that wheelhouse in 2001? The, the the demographic for that movie was boys age 14 to 26. Any guesses?
1: Dances with Wolves.
0: Yes. Exactly. Uh, so clearly I'm talking about The Fast and the Furious, right? Oh, yeah. So The Fast and the Furious came out in 2001, budget of 38 million, box office 207.3 million. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics hated it because it's they're gonna hate it. It's there's not mm-hmm. much to that movie critically, so 55%. But audiences they really enjoyed it, 74%. Uh, and I'm guessing that 74% was from boys age 14 to 26. Uh, that'd be my guess. So, of course, you have a successful movie. What are you gonna do? Sequel, sequel so 2003 we get the sequel to the fast and the furious right too fast too furious with the number two too fast too furious um yeah so the first one budget of 38 million let's go ahead and double it so our budget is 76 million now okay now we're talking right Better, faster cars, more cars. We can yeah, have well, this helicopters. Is, you this know? isn't like, fast
1: and furious. This is too fast, too furious. We, we need to have the, the extra money. The fury, the furiosity has to
0: be increased, right? And what are you gonna get for double this budget? You're gonna get double the box office, right? You're just going yeah. you're gonna be raking in the dough. Now I'm not gonna say it didn't make money because it did. However, Box office for Too Fast, Too Furious was two hundred and thirty six million. So for your double budget, you only got an extra thirty mil of income from Was
1: that Is domestic or international?
0: Uh it's just what the number was that I got was it just said box office. I didn't I didn't dig that deep. Come on, man. I did some work.
1: I thought I'm proud of you. I just I it's, I did like C minus work. I'm I'm a box office. Nerd that's that sense,
0: I know, but Rotten Tomatoes. So on the first one, fifty-five percent from critics, thirty-seven mm-hmm. percent from critics Eesh. on Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, and it good. gets it gets better. That age demographic, we're like, nah, we're out, guys. Fifty percent from audiences. Mm. And here's have have you seen Too Fast, Too Furious?
1: A long time ago.
0: So, uh, you think about the plot of The Fast and the Furious. You're going to take a young cop, put him deep undercover, try to, you know, bust out yeah.
1: this, like... Yeah, it's, it's, it's point break, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's point break, but with... With cars. Cars. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're not, like, reinventing the wheel here. Yeah, it's you're the exact updating. same movie,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: okay. So, you know, that works, right? Why yep. not stick with that same idea? this time your cop is now working for the FBI and he gets his buddy who was in prison out of prison off of house arrest to help him and then throw in drug dealer and money. And it's not so much about the cars anymore. Oh, also random, uh, appearance from, uh, was it ludicrous? sure they're just like i don't know where this movie's going it 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 was awful it was awful i'm not saying the fast and the furious is by any means an epically good movie it's a turn your brain off for two hours type movie like cargo fast you know what i mean Uh uh-huh too fast too furious definitely missed on the sequel it's so bad uh just the one scene that sticks out in my mind is the is when he's doing the drive and stare and they get to the stoplight or they get to where they're going he goes he did the drive and stare
1: didn't he i taught him that move you're just like what (sighs) yeah don't they end the movie by ramping a boat or a a car onto a boat i'm thinking of the right movie
0: no, that's nope. um, Starsky okay. and Hutch. <laughs> Starsky okay. and Hutch. No, wait, no, he does. Yeah. Starsky and Hutch tries it, but they miss. No, you're right. Yeah, he does. He ramps a car onto the boat.
1: Half star for Jay for remembering the fucking Starsky and Hutch movie. <laughs> that's a deep fucking cut. <laughs> oh, Ooh. shit. Yeah, uh, shit yeah. is right. Uh, yeah, uh, look, I remember at the time because I look, I've never willingly watched a Fast and Furious movie, it's always been the group is watching it, the group is going to see it. Uh, or, or in this case, a friend was just like, dude, you gotta watch this movie. It's like, yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of the first one, yeah, but you gotta watch this one. Okay, sure, let's watch it. I remember initially thinking the premise kind of made more sense because, like, the the thing with Fast and Furious up until at least the f- fifth movie, whenever The Rock comes in, is yeah. how do we combine street racing with crime and action? And the first movie is like, oh, they hijack semi-trucks, but high-speed precision cars. Okay, sure. This one is just like, if I remember correctly, because, again, I don't think I've seen this since it came out. Isn't it like a drug kingpin dude just needs people to run his product across the border and he wants someone who can drive fast cars?
0: Yeah, he's like trying to get money, I think. And he needs somebody to run his money or something.
1: Yeah. Now, I'm not saying the movie is good. I just remember thinking, okay, at least that premise is slightly more credible than the whole Mad Max semi-truck hijacking ring of the first movie. Yeah. Yeah war boys
0: um witness me sorry
1: but Uh, never never would i have ever thought i would have said wow this movie sure needed some vin diesel in it uh, but wow this movie sure missed the charisma of vin diesel
0: right it's like wait so we don't have vin diesel okay then they made a third one which we won't even talk about but they yeah that's a whole different conversation I guess they righted the ship. Eventually, they're still making them, and they're still making money. So,
1: well, they're starting to show some cracks in the armor. This 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 newest one, Fast X, is not doing well. So, uh, have people
0: finally soured? Have they finally said, "Okay, enough"? It, is enough it it it
1: might truly be the
0: beginning of the end? Begins. Oh,
1: good. Yeah, so, or God. whatever the tagline was.
0: So you know, like I said, uh, I'm doing ones that I've seen myself right and i have seen too fast too furious and i remember wanting to see it because i had seen the fast and the furious and i'm like oh man it's gonna be like that because 16 year old jason had a uh, nissan Sentra that was a four speed that didn't have a muffler so like
1: <laughs> so my- it sounded fast
0: yeah it sounded like that <laughs> you know and it's just like i got this car um but i yeah so I I was like oh yeah Fast and Furious woo yeah races and like I remember getting the Need for Speed game that was like the street racing game. Anyway, I was all in on it when I was like sixteen seventeen years old. But uh, now I'm like no I'm good.
1: Good. So Jay, what did you say the budget for Two Fast Two Furious was? Seventy six million. Jay. Do you know what the budget for Fast X is? Oh, boy. Do you want to see how far we've come? Sure. The reported budget, and take this with a grain of salt, because the reported budget, not usually the actual budget. $340 million. That's
0: that's $100 million more than what Fat, Too that's, Fast, Too Furious made.
1: That's the budget that's just what it costs to produce the movie so you factor in uh you double that uh for uh prints and advertising and all the ancillary costs that come with putting a movie out and the movie needs to hit over 680 million dollars just to get out of what it costs to make and currently it is sitting at right over $700 million. So it's made, How? what was the, the take for Two Fast, Two Furious? 236. It, Fast X, so far, has made less than that. <laughs> when you look at just pure profit, yeah. Um, uh, well. So yeah, like I said, it might really be the beginning of the end. Jesus so yeah yeah, go ahead well that's a great segue because we talked about like part of why too fast you furious is kind of doesn't work and again i never thought of this is because like the chemistry between um um brian whose real name i can't remember now
0: uh i had it and i lost it
1: yeah the chemistry between the leads brian and and vin diesel um is missing from Paul, where you know, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel's chemistry is, is missing from the second movie, because casting, when it comes to a movie, is kind of important, right? Big deal. It's a, it's especially, a big deal. especially when you have a movie built around a kind of romantic tension, like it's an action movie, but there's this kind of romantic, like we want to see this couple get together when they survive this whole har- harrowing experience, kind of thing. You right? stole one of mine. Okay. Maybe. You don't know where I'm going yet.
0: I do. Yeah, I know where you're going.
1: Like, maybe when this whole thing blows over, we can grab a cup of coffee and, 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 coffee and, and, and you know talk it out. So, it's baffling that, well, not that the movie would want to make a, or the studio would want to make a sequel to a successful movie. Um, a movie that launched several stars, including one Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Yep. But then when one of those leads drops out of the movie and you go ahead anyway
0: Because he just got done making an action movie and he wasn't ready mentally or physically to be in another one.
1: He also and the script went script sucked. yeah yeah let's list the reasons the studio said keanu wouldn't do it what jay said he just got done filming chain reaction and didn't want to do another action movie excuse number two he wants to spend more time with his band excuse number three probably the real reason he was busy filming devil's advocate with al pacino uh reason number four absolutely the truth the movie just was terrible yep um, take your pick because all are totally plausible reasons for why Keanu said nope I'm out you want to know why Sandra Bullock did it though for money Yeah, it wasn't because she thought this was going to be good she made a deal she was very smart I'll give her this this was a very very uh, uh, shrewd move she said she'd be in speed too if the studio funded her passion project hope floats which was so probably she...
0: phenomenally better
1: she did this movie so that she could get her passion project uh, uh funded. A true, true OG Hollywood star move. I like, I don't want to do this shit, but you pay for this movie I want to do, I'll come do your stupid thing for you. John, and I can I can help you tag
0: team this one because I got some amazing numbers for you.
1: Okay, okay. I got one more. I got one more. Yep. I'll pass it off. Do you know why the director came back?
0: Wow, why but van, I... van debont, right? De
1: Yon bon. De bon. Yep. The best reason of all contractual obligation.
0: Yes. Yeah, let's do a second one, I guess. I'm contracted to do it. Son of a bitch.
1: (sighs) Kate Willow's numbers, Jay.
0: Speed, nineteen ninety-four. Budget estimated between thirty to thirty seven million. That's what I that's what it said. Okay. Box office. Are you ready for this, John? I'm sitting down already. This little movie about a bus with bombs on it brought in three hundred and fifty point four million dollars. Wow. For nineteen ninety-four money, that's pretty uh, damn good. Against a budget of maybe a maximum of forty million. So you you profited what three hundred and ten, but I guess you could take off forty off of that for marketing. Yeah, so, so again,
1: so we'll round up and say it costs forty, and we'll double that, so eighty million gets you out of the hole, and it made three hundred so and what, three fifty. Yeah, so two seventy. Yeah, pure profit.
0: That's awesome for that movie. Like, yep. With some with who to that point was not an action star. I'd have to see. I think Point Break came out before then, mm-hmm. but I think he was mostly known as being Bill. For yep. Bill and Ted. Um right, he was Bill, not Ted, right?
1: Correct, correct. He done um Bram Stoker's Dracula, like yeah. right before this, I think. Yep. Yep. So the critics loved this movie. hmm
0: 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty good for critics. Seventy six percent from the audience.
1: What movie were they watching? This movie's awesome.
0: Right? Uh, that's what I wondered, too. When I, I don't
1: get some of these like, audience scores, man. Yeah. I'd say it's it's, 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 it's it's these fucking gen-whatever kids. Right? What's the what's under-millennials now? I don't know what's called. Gen it's who the, gives a shit? Um, yeah, it's it's the stupid kids you teach who, like, watch the movie 20 years later. Eh, I thought it was culturally intensive, and I didn't really like it that much. Yeah, and It was kind of slow and dumb, and it was a lot like this other movie I saw. Even though that movie came out, like, 10 years after this movie did. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, It's not Die Hard. It's not like Speed. Shut up. Sorry, go ahead. uh, Speed 2. Cruise Control. Because you gotta love. You gotta love. The dad joke title of Cruise Control. Because, Jay, where is this movie set on? A cruise ship.
0: Get it? Cruise Control. Now, if only it had Tom Cruise in it somewhere. Uh, 1997. So three years later. Okay. So the budget for speed was somewhere between 30 to 37. So call it 40. No, we'll round up big time and say 40, yeah. 40. The budget for speed two was estimated between 110 to 160 million. Okay. they, They crashed a cruise ship. 106, so let's go with the high end and say 160 million. (coughs) Okay, box office. Hold on to your butts. It brought in a whopping 164.5 million.
1: That sounds bad. (laughs) I'm no box office expert, but that does not sound good. That there that thar be a bomb. There she flops.
0: Um Woof, right? You're you're making four million over your estimated budget? You didn't make any money. No, no, you did not. You 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 just you file this under, oh shit, what did we do wrong? But it gets better, John. Do you know how it gets better? I'm waiting. Rotten tomato scores. Oh, here we go. I'm going to start with the audience one. I've been doing critic and then audience, but I'm going to start with the audience one. Okay. 16%. Seems high. I agree. 16%. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these 16%? Are these the same 16% that are not included from the 76% that should bring it up to like
1: 95%? Yeah, is that what happened? Is that what happened? That, right, that's clearly, yeah. We just, we took a slice off of speed one and gave it to speed two. Okay, we're like these people actually like speed,
0: but we're gonna give it to speed two just so that they're not at zero. Right, critic score. You'd think it'd be zero. Well, you can't do negative numbers, so. But it's not zero. It is single digits. Do you want to take a guess?
1: One percent.
0: Four percent. Ah, seems high. <laughs> four <laughs> percent critic score it does seem high doesn't it it seems very high
1: so one critic was like yeah it sucks but it's a movie so it's like well you got every question wrong but you spelled your name right
0: this so is like this is like the one critic out of 10 who goes i slept through most of
1: it the parts i was awake for were pretty good
0: yeah, yeah. it's okay
1: here's what here's what kills me about this jay so speed one okay the premise and it's, it's like if you're giving the elevator pitch like the premise alone sells the movie it's why it didn't need big name stars there's a bomb on a bus the bus is in the middle of los angeles traffic it can't slow down or it'll explode that's an interesting premise we're going to run out of road. There's traffic. There's pedestrians. There's obstacles in your way. Because you're on the freeway in LA and you can't slow down. Speed two. We're on a cruise ship. In the ocean. They don't go that fast. There's lots of open ocean. So.
0: Okay. Okay. Cause wasn't wasn't Willem Dafoe trying to rob it and like, he he downloaded a like a virus into it to like take over the ship or they couldn't control it or something.
1: All I remember is he smuggles bombs into his golf clubs. That's the only part I remember.
0: It's not good. It is not a good movie. Don't watch it.
1: Uh, it and here's the fun part. Here's the real kicker. Okay. The script was a mess because the script was not originally supposed to be a speed sequel. The, the, the draft they had of a speed a speed sequel got thrown out the window as soon as Keanu said, no, I'm not doing this. So, Jan de Bont allegedly had some nightmare about being on a cruise ship and a crashing into an island. So one of the executives or someone grabbed a screenplay that was originally supposed to be a Die Hard movie set on a cruise ship that the studio shelved when Under Siege came out because Under Siege is Die Hard on a boat. Well, someone did it. We're not going to repeat it. We're not that dumb. But if you take it and call it Speed 2 Cruise Control, now you got something. Yeah. Y- yeah. Uh, y- no. <laughs> yeah, it's just wow. Even as a kid, even in '97, so we were in what junior high. I remember seeing this and thinking, "Wow, this is not good." Yes,
0: I remember watching this movie and being like, "I what? How? What's this got to do with Keanu? Where's Keanu?" Where, where's
1: Jack Trevin? Yeah, yeah. Where, weren't they an item
0: at, at the end of the other movie? What happened?
1: At at barely thirteen years old, uh, the small little sliver of movie knowledge I had at that point and experience watching movies, and I was still like, "This does not seem good." This I I've seen other movies that were I, good. I think they were good. I like them. I don't know what this is. This this is bad. This is okay. This is what bad is. Okay. So, same same summer as Alien Resurrection, so boy, did I learn what bad was that summer. Oh, man, that
0: is an education in bad bad sequels and just bad movies. Yeah. My favorite story from you is still your dad <laughs> being in the theater and going, this is stupid.
1: Uh, the only time my dad's ever spoken out loud during a movie is <laughs> Alien Resurrection. About an hour in, <laughs> just... It's it's the scene where they they pull back and it's like the cocoon scientist is giving exposition about this is Ripley's gift to the Queen. She gives live birth and my dad's like so stupid. I remember hearing my dad say that. I'm like, because again, I'd seen Alien and Aliens and they were amazing and I saw Alien Three and I didn't get it. But like I just assumed it's because I was in third grade and I just didn't get it. Surely it's a good movie. I just didn't get it. Yeah, uh, and then I saw this one, and I was like, "No, no, no, it's Alien. It, it can't be bad. Alien are good movies." And then my dad said that I'm like, "I think Dad's right. I think this is a bad movie." <laughs> and
0: that, <laughs> and that is when I learned what bad movies really are. Uh,
1: so thanks, Speed Two, <laughs> for being my education. <sighs> oh, yeah, buddy, that was fun tag teaming one. Yeah. Um. Let's see what do I got here. I don't know
0: what you got. Later okay, on. okay. Uh, so this one, this one, it doesn't it doesn't break like what's been going on, and it, but it's to me it's still a really bad sequel. Okay. Um, so the original one was not well received. It was probably one of the least well received movies from this studio in a very long time okay um but the movie and its sequel were designed to do basic well the sequel for sure was designed to do one thing and that was sell toys Uh uh-oh um and for whatever reason they greenlit this sequel before (laughs) they greenlit other ideas which were much better ideas for sequels but they said yeah go ahead so in 2011 uh, we got Pixar's Cars 2.
1: Oh, buddy.
0: <laughs> um, talk we... about taking a sharp left turn from your original premise.
1: Can hold on, hold on. No, go ahead, but hold on. I want to. I want to put this in perspective for our audience who may not remember. Uh, hold on, I'm getting okay. Go ahead, Jay. I'm going to look something up real quick.
0: Okay, so Cars came out in 2006. It was the least, I don't want to say, well, critically and audience accepted Pixar movie to date. Um, it was not well received. It still made a bunch of money. Um, it had a box office of $462 million to a budget of $120 million. So you're still making money. I mean, it still made a good chunk of change. Uh, critics 75% audience 80% so again it was the least well received of Pixar movies at the time but it's still a Pixar movie it still made money people still went to see it in droves basically
1: let me tag in real quick Jay yeah. when you say at the time yeah, folks let me give you a quick little chronology Pixar's release history Toy Story 1995 A Bug's Life 1998 Toy Story 2, 99. Monsters, Inc., 2001. Finding Nemo, 2003. The Incredibles, 2004. Cars, 2006. Ratatouille, 7 Wally, 08. Up, 09. Toy Story 3, 2010. And then... Cars 2. Yeah. Just a big old turd in the punch bowl. Cars was
0: a speed bump in that release like that what that list you just gave it was a tiny speed bump because it was like this is this doesn't feel like a pixar movie it does but it doesn't you know what i mean and then cars 2 happened and everybody went what the hell are they thinking
1: uh it was bad it's a bad movie so yeah cars 1 the weird premise that i can never wrap my head around aside is a story about a hotshot racer who has to slow down and learn to appreciate life. And it's, learn to love, yeah, and, and care about someone besides himself, right? It's, it's Doc Hollywood, but with cars. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, like, all the trappings aside of, like, oh, the cars are like people, and, like, they live in garages, and gas is their food, and, like, whatever. The, all that weird shit aside, uh, and all the cutesy, like, they're, they're talking cars. Like, the story is still fairly grounded. And it's Pixar, so it's got an emotional pull to it. It's got likable characters. It, it has may a not great be...
0: voice cast, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, um, Paul Newman, right? Plays yeah, Paul the... Newman yeah. plays yeah.
0: Um, Doc Hudson.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so look, even if it's it's a little out there as far as the premise, and maybe it's a little on the kidsy, you know, kitschy for kids side, it's still got a, a compelling story. That adults can grab spawn to and okay this is okay it's pretty good card two mater is a spy yep that's and,
0: and that's the, the elevator pitch and and he's mater's a spy and he's traveling around with lightning who's in a grand prix style
1: world tour race yeah but 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 lightning is is reduced to a secondary character it's all about mater yeah Mater is the star, and he's somehow confused for a world-class spy. It, it's, it's the car who knew too little. It's not good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, and critics agreed it was not good, 40%. Audiences agreed it was not good, but not in the droves that you would assume. 49%
1: audience wow. score. We were in denial. We we're like, no, it's a Pixar movie. It wasn't that bad. It, it, it's Pixar. It's it, it up in and, and Nemo and and, and just, it, uh, it's Pixar. It can't be bad. And if anything proves, if anything
0: can prove, the power behind a Pixar movie. It had a budget of two hundred million, and it still brought in five hundred and sixty million box office.
1: <sighs> yep. Because people went,
0: oh, Pixar. Let's go. And that was the only time they saw it. And then...
1: Except for when their kids was... loved it and made them play it on repeat over and over oh, and over again. God. It's how millions yeah. made a billion dollars, man. I'm telling you. Uh, so, yeah. Cars 2.
0: Awful. Awful, Ooh. awful. Even though the like the budget versus the box office, it looked like it was profitable, it is still terrible.
1: Look, I remember taking my mom to see this and both of us walking out and being like, well, that was interesting. Yeah. Like that, uh, that Zib- even, even Whitney, my wife, loves Cars. Cars is her favorite Pixar movie. She loves Cars. Will not acknowledge Cars 2. We well, don't talk about that. I would like to, I did, I did look up
0: because they came out with Cars 3. They sure did. And this is the sequel that they should have had. Like, this should have been Cars 2. Cars 3 should have been Cars 2. And if you look at it that way, it's not so bad. So if you just completely ignore the fact that Cars 2
1: exists. Got distracted by that sweet, sweet Mater money.
0: Right. Um, 68% critic score, 69% audience score.
1: What well, was that audience score?
0: 69%. Nice. Um, a budget, they, they cut back the budget. To one hundred and seventy five million,
1: which Only oh, yeah. a paltry one hundred and seventy five million. Well,
0: but it came out in two thousand seventeen, so I don't know if you still have that Pixar list up. But like, yeah, I know um oh the the one of, with Tom Holland and Chris Pratt where their brothers. So, okay,
1: so between Cars two, you have Brave, yes. Monsters University, Inside Out, The Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, then Cars three.
0: Yeah. So I'm assuming they were throwing money as it was no issue to all these other movies, but then they went, Oh, Cars Three, ooh, let's pull back that budget.
1: I don't know. 175 is still a pretty big budget. Yeah. But that's that's like Marvel.
0: And this is probably this is probably hangover from Cars Two, but it only brought in three hundred and eighty-four million for box
1: office. I know it was that bad. That's that's bad.
0: But honestly, it's a much better movie than Cars two. It just it's not reflective.
1: Yeah, but that's see that's the rule of sequels, man. Is is the the sequel does partially as good based on the the previous movie. If the previous movie was good, people will go back out and see the sequel. Which is why sometimes you get a lot of second sequels that aren't very good but still make money. Or or sometimes we talked about on this show, uh, which we may have to do another show for the 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 terrible threes or whatever um the first two movies are good so they make a third one and the third one shit but it makes money because everyone loved the first two spider-man 3 you know it happens sometimes
0: <laughs> spider-man 3 alien uh, 3 it happens so there you go cars 2 my list oh. would not be right unless i included that
1: no so. that's a very fair like that movie just felt Just like you said, like let's just we we got it. We got Mater's hot and he's selling toys, so make them make it about Mater. Yep, okay. But he's the comic relief best friend character, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it about him. Okay, what if he becomes a spy, a spy in the world of cars? What the hell is a spy in the world of cars? I don't know, but they like it, so we're doing it. Oh, okay, yep, so make it like a James Bond car. What if we have jokes about Mater not knowing how to use a car toilet in Japan? Perfect. That's in the movie. I'm not making that up. Anyway. (laughs) Every time I think about the Cars world, my head's So We're not going to do that. I don't get how the world works. (sighs) Speaking of not getting how stuff works, Jay. Yeah. Would you like to talk about the last movie on my list for Terrible Twos? Yes. Take a beloved comedy. Okay? Okay. Just Full of talent and wit and humor and and some of the best talent uh, of its decade and and infinitely quotable. And the, the kind of movie that just, like, you may not have seen it in a while or ever, but you can quote the movie and you know scenes by heart. Uh, um, that kind of, like, iconic, that great era in the 80s of, like, the slobs versus the snobs kind of thing, you know? Yep. Yep. Now now imagine you're a studio and somehow you don't have a big comedy on your release schedule for this year. Oh. But you, you own a property with a name that people really like. Well well, well let's make another one. Yeah. Cause that that's, won't end well. That's the story I mean, of end well. how we got Caddyshack 2. Ugh. Okay. So the studio needs a comedy. Uh, hey, good news. Uh, we got Hale Ramis to come write it. He won't direct, but he he said he'll write the script. So we got that going for us. Okay? It's pretty good, right? It's pretty good, right? Uh, hey, bad news, guys. Our stars don't want to come back. Bill Murray said no way. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield said no. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, we got Jackie Mason to replace Rodney Dangerfield. Uh-huh. And and look, this one hurts me a little bit. But we got Dan Aykroyd to replace Bill Murray. Oh, No. But Dan Aykroyd's going to do a really weird voice the whole time because he thinks it's funny. <laughs> and Jackie Mason's a great comedian, so I'm sure he'll be great on film, right? Because being a great stand-up comedian means you can act, right? Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. But don't worry. We backed a truckload of money up to Chevy Chase's uh, uh, back door, and he said he'll come be in it. Sounds good. Yeah. For uh, for like a week.
0: Oh, sounds and, bad.
1: And hey, that last one was good, but you know what really held Caddyshack back? Like what really kept it from being a breakout hit? What's that? That that, that pesky rating, you know, just that R rating, just too pesky. So what if we make Caddyshack two a, a lighter rating, so more people can go see it, right? Because that always works well what rating do you think caddy shat 2 is jay g pg oh you overshot a little bit because in 1988 pg-13 existed they didn't even go for that they went for a pg
0: oh can't even make the same jokes oh don't worry
1: we're gonna try because the plot is pretty much the same Dan Aykroyd's character is a weird mercenary who runs a food cart who gets hired to go kill the gopher. That's his whole plot. Kill the gopher. <sighs> yep. Uh, and then Jackie Jackie Mason, who's essentially playing Rodney Dangerfield's character. I think he has a different name, but it's basically the same character. Uh, he's, he's the wacky slob guy who buys out the country club and tries to make it all, like, hip for the kids. And the, and the <sighs> snobs don't like that.
0: God, I've never seen this movie and I don't want yeah, to. I no, just, it's... no, thank you. Uh,
1: Harold Ramis <laughs> saw a preview screening and tried to get his name taken off the movie <laughs> credits. Poor guy, uh, didn't did that work? Uh, well, apparently, according to him, they'd rewritten the script so much at that point you couldn't tell what he'd done on, on, on it anyway. Uh, but they refused to take his name off because they needed his name to to put butts in seats. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Chevy Chase fought with the director throughout the entire process. Uh, on, on day one, uh, the director said, okay, Chevy, So, uh, what? what uh, do you have any ideas? And Chevy Chase got upset and said, what, you don't have any ideas? You're supposed to be the director. And then a few days later, the director came to Chevy and asked, so, uh, so here's what I think we should do, Chevy. And Chevy got mad at him for giving him orders. Almost like Chevy Chase is hard to work with or something. Oh, I've never heard that before. I know, right? Uh, and legit, if you watch it, there's look up clips. Dan Aykroyd, Caddyshack 2, he's doing some weird, high pitched voice just the entire time. And I, I, he claims it's based on some general, and it's Dan Aykroyd, so maybe it is. But it sounds like Dan Aykroyd trying to do an impersonation of Bill Murray's character from the first Caddyshack. That makes sense. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Uh, I'm not sure I didn't pull up box office numbers, um, but it did not do well. There has yet yeah. to be a Caddyshack three, so that's that's that's
0: not good. So you don't do that. Yeah. Which is why I wish the next one on my list would have known better. Okay. But they, they didn't. They Uh-oh. didn't know better. So I'm gonna stick with the comedy theme.
1: Okay.
0: So this is a comedy. You've got, uh, uh, I guess I'm gonna use the word schlocky. I don't know if that's that's the correct use. The schlocky group of men, who are a baseball team, and their one goal is to finish dead last. Uh oh. But. Little does the owner know that they have alternate plans and they're going to play their damnedest to do it. Again, infinitely quotable. Every person who loves baseball has seen this movie. If it's not quoted on a baseball diamond by players or coaches almost every day, I would be shocked. Everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. I'm sure almost everybody has seen it. And I'm talking about Major League.
1: No, you're Don, talking you about seen... Huh?
0: What 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 were you going to say?
1: You are talking about Major League 2?
0: Oh god, okay. I'll get there. So, okay. Major League Major League came out in 1989. Yes. Hilarious. Uh, Charlie Sheen.
1: Yeah. I was uh, just like give uh, me that cast.
0: God, I can't even think. Tom Berenger. Yep. Uh, I can't think of the guy who plays uh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, Dorn. I can't think of who plays Roger Dorn. He's not a big name, but there is a lot of high caliber talent, like humor-wise. Um, scenes that stick with you, like when Pedro Serrano is there at spring training and he, watch, he walks over to Roger Dorn's golf clubs and he goes, Hots for bats. Keep bats warm. Gracias. It's just quotable, you know? <laughs> Better not leave that rum sitting around with this group. You know what I mean? Let's not start a holy war, Harris. It's such a great movie, right? Oh, yeah. So, I got some numbers for you. Budget of Major League, $11 million. Okay. Box Office, $75 million. I don't want to know what, like, I, I don't know what the sales were of VHS, DVDs, whatever. but. Almost everybody owns a copy of this, I assume. Uh, Critics, 83%. Audience, 84%. So, well-received, well-loved movie, right? Mm -hmm. Let's make a sequel. Major League Two, 1994. Budget of $25 million. Okay. Box office, $53 million.
1: Yeah, but you got the cast back, right?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. you got you got the guy who played the catcher. you who is now the manager because the manager suffered a heart attack? You still have the guy who played Roger Doran. You still have Charlie Sheen, but you lost Wesley Snipes. <sighs> Good times. You still got the guy that played Pedro Serrano, but now he's a pacifist. And we're going to make a joke about him hitting a ball. Or a ball being hit and hitting a pigeon, and he goes to help the pigeon instead of picking up the ball. That's what we're going to do. That's where we're going with this. Uh, That's kind of funny. Also, the, it, it's one of the funnier scenes. Also, um, Charlie Sheen, uh, Wild Thing, Ricky Wild Thing, Vaughn, mm-hmm. well, now he's a sellout for money and living the high life.
1: Because fame because yeah being a pitcher in the mlb is like being a rock star yes and then he's gonna dump his girlfriend and go back
0: to his wild thing ways at the end oh plot twist anyway so 25 million dollar budget box office 53 million so you you didn't make jack shit on this movie
1: what you're saying jay is that Major League Two was just a bit outside. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But it
0: gets better. Rotten Tomatoes, the fans, the audience score, 45%. Because there are parts of the movie that are funny. It's not as funny as the first, because it never will be. But there are parts of it that are funny. But the thing is, it just sort of doubled down on some of the jokes Mm-hmm. That made the first one funny, and they're like, Oh, we're gonna really sell out on this. Um, oh, Breckenridge is in this. I, I can't think of the guy who plays Breckenridge.
1: One of there were somewhere you could look up those names.
0: I know, but anyway, he's the catcher, and uh, he's a terrible catcher. But anyway, uh, audience score 45%, Rotten Tomatoes, critic score 5%. <coughs> Excuse me, who is this 5% that liked it? I have no idea.
1: Again, did they take 5% from the first movie? And... <coughs> right? Is that what's oh. happening? Is that why these terrible movies somehow have... Uh... Somehow,
0: but somehow they even made a third one where the, they lost basically the entire cast except for the guy who plays Pedro. Pedro Serrano. I I don't know. I don't know why they made a second one. Hell, if I know why they made a third one. But this is one of the worst sequels to a comedy out there. And I mean, the Major League is a beloved comedy. You can ask any baseball fan, and they're going to list, like, a league of their own, maybe Bull Durham, but definitely Major League, as like, oh, those are baseball movies that are hilarious. So, there you go. is a major league disappointment. Huh?
1: Yeah. Uh, uh Well, there's, there's a couple other movies I had. I didn't have time to write notes for, but, um, I wish commander Scott was here to to talk with me about this movie, but (sighs) Jay, I know you're not a big horror fan, but have you seen the nightmare on Elm street series? I've seen the first one. Have you ever watched A Nightmare on Elm Street 2 Freddy's Revenge? No, I have not. This movie is known for being, and I'm not using this word derogatory, the gayest horror movie ever made. <laughs> it is crammed full with what the director said was subtext that is not at all sub. It's right there out in the open for you uh, about the main character. Being gay and everything in the movie is essentially just sort of a metaphor for him coming out of the closet and dealing with his homosexuality. Um, the simple fact that it's a slasher movie. And Jay, in, in a slasher movie, who was your protagonist, generally speaking?
0: Uh, it's it's usually a girl. She's yeah. always it's the last girl.
1: Mm-hmm. The final girl, yeah.
0: The final girl, yeah.
1: So the protagonist in this movie is a dude who <laughs> screams just as loud as some of the girls do. Uh, look, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but it is certainly a bizarre movie. And and take away all the gay text, subtext, whatever, and just look at it as a straight horror movie. Uh, it's not anywhere near as frightening as the first movie. And granted, maybe the first movie is a bit of a one-trick pony and that trick kind of got worn out. Um, the essential premise is this, Freddy's trying to take over, possess this guy's body to come into the real world, which leads to one of the dumbest scenes i've ever witnessed in a horror movie so freddie is menacing because he's in your head right yeah so he can mess with with your, your dreams and and the the iconography of freddie the first movie is he's always shown in a menacing frightening kind of way from angles and lighting and whatnot he's always portrayed that way so in this movie we get a scene of Freddy just attacking teenagers at a pool party. Okay, just out in the open. It's it's nighttime, but it's a very well lit pool party. Just out in the open, hacking and slashing kids. Like okay, yeah. Um, I think you missed the point here. Uh, they they notoriously started shooting the movie without Robert Englund. Uh, returning as freddie because the producers were like oh dude it doesn't matter who's inside the freddie mask it's fine just get somebody put the, the hat and the glove on we'll be fine and they shot it for like a week or two and, and the director was like no this this is terrible someone go go get me robert england um yeah look the the it it's just like you said like with the Cars franchise like two was just kind of weird and like this doesn't feel right. This, this feels odd. This, this feels weird. Uh, and then the third movie is like, oh, this is what we wanted a sequel to be. The third Nightmare on Elm Street film. You have the the star, the survivor, the the. Um, the uh, Final girl of the first movie comes back. She's grown up a little bit. It's about these kids who were having nightmares and they're in a um, like a mental hospital for teenagers, and none of the adults believe them until our heroine for the first movie comes in and she's like, "No, I know, I believe you. I've been there before." And like, it's it's what you want from a like direct sequel to the first movie. So again, I'm not dismissing and saying you should never watch this movie, and I'm not saying it sucks because of the gay subtext. Or text or whatever it is um it's, it's it's uh the tone of this movie just doesn't quite feel right ever um i'm sure people would disagree with me here but i really wish i know scott is a big uh nightmare fan um so i, I put this list together hoping he might be on the show so I put it on there for him ah. but uh there you go nightmare in elm street 2 freddy's Revenge. <clears throat>
0: um i I have, uh, I, I guess you could call it like a lump sum, a a large quantity one that's a shout out that I wanted to bring up for sure.
1: Okay, let's do it. I didn't look up
0: numbers or anything. Okay. But I, I don't know about your childhood. I mean, I know what your childhood was a lot about. But I remember when I was a kid, um, my grandma babysat me a lot. And mm-hmm. she had this little, like, cupboard. I still have it. It's in my house right now. It was a little cupboard with a door, and in this little cupboard was a collection of plastic-covered VHS tapes. Like, giant, round-spined VHS covers, right? And they were all from the same company. Do you know what company, John?
1: Was it Dibney?
0: it was yay disney 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 animated classics that's what i grew up watching oh my god they were so good so when we did a terrible twos like that was our topic idea i was like oh my god so every direct to video disney sequel i'm so together
1: so many so many
0: Let me just, here's a list. I'm going to rapid fire a few at you. You Oh my God. Okay. Aladdin 2, Return of Jafar. Pocahontas 2, Journey to a New World. The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Little Mermaid Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea. Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. Cinderella 2, Dreams Come True. Bambi 2, Prince of the Forest. The Fox and the Hound 2, the one that didn't have a subtitle with it. Why? The Jungle Book 2. There's so many just so many this two <sighs> subtitle, this two subtitle, and they're there, all
1: bad. There was an entire division of Disney in the 90s whose sole job it was to churn out direct to video sequels to big Disney movies. Oh, yep. Yep. The reason they kept making them, people kept buying them.
0: Right. I'm sure for their kids and like they just oh, they're so bad. I haven't seen all of these, but like I've seen some of them
1: at a certain point that that division sort of turned more into the uh, when Disney Channel be kind of caught on. Um, So like some of those, I think like the. The third Aladdin is just like episodes of the cartoon show cut together and like there's a Hercules sequel that's just like cartoon episodes cut together. Um, yeah, yeah, no, dude, it's, yep, and it's, like, it's not even, like, because there's, um, and it doesn't have a two in the name, but, like, Bell's Enchanted Christmas, where it's, like, an in-between yes. quote, where it's Bell during Christmas in the castle, and the only one worth watching, and I say this being incredibly biased, is Lion King 1.5, With which two. is... Timon and Pumbaa, yeah, yeah. it's the exact same events as The Lion King, but told from the point of view of Timon and Pumbaa. That one I enjoy. I think that one's funny. Yep, I am biased because we, sir, are Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, I love that stupid show, and I love that stupid movie. The rest are just like... And it's, it's stuff like not, again, like Jungle Book 2. Okay, there's a lot of stories in Kipling's The Jungle Book that didn't get put into Disney's Jungle Book. There's more material there. But they just made up their own stuff, like Fox and the Hound two. Who was crying for a sequel for Fox and the Hound? Well, here's the thing: the it's
0: sequel, a prequel, isn't it? Yeah, the sequel yeah. takes place when there's still like a puppy and a little yeah. fox.
1: They're still cute and marketable.
0: Ah, uh, but like Bambi, Bambi 2. two. Who needs to see Bambi two?
1: Unless and again, it's called
0: that's. I think that's one when Bambi is like, his mother is dead, and he's being raised by the king of the forest.
1: He meets his father, who's voiced by Patrick Stewart. Don't ask me why I know that, I just do. My mind has weird information in it.
0: But I I just, I knew you would appreciate the lump sum of Disney direct-to-video sequels that...
1: uh... Jay, what does it say about me that I don't know my wife's social security number or blood type, but I know that Patrick Stewart voiced Bambi's dad in Bambi Two. Hey, that just says you're perfect host for this show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Good. Day. Yeah, there's. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, and it's it's again some of those Disney movies. You're like, okay, I could see maybe doing a sequel to that, but like Pocahontas, like her story doesn't get any happier. No. you already twisted the truth quite a bit for the first movie. whoop it's,
0: it's Like Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. So we want the same story of
1: Simba, but with younger?
0: What? Why?
1: We don't need it. It's his daughter and maybe the son of Scar, which oh. technically would be Simba's half-brother. And then uh, and yep.
0: then uh, Little Mermaid 2 returned to the Sea. Did you know Prince Eric and Ariel had a baby? Which <laughs> that opens up a whole can of worms that they
1: got it on woo. Ah, we'll yeah, it's uh, the inverse. Her daughter lives on land and dreams of going to the ocean. Get it? And so then Ursula's sister. <laughs> I didn't know that.
0: Ursula's sister, who's thin, I didn't thin know that. sister, gives, <laughs> turns her into a mermaid. Wow. And then what's Ariel do? She has to go back to the ocean.
1: She has to return to the sea.
0: To save her daughter. It's <sighs> awful. <laughs> that is one I have seen, I think, from beginning to end. I don't know why, but I've seen it. It's okay. That's
1: just wow man yeah no, uh, yeah. That we could do an entire I would say an episode but we could do an entire podcast just about those movies because there's so many of them just so and many there's so many bad ones just, just do, kept coming do we need Lady and the Tramp too? do
0: we need Scamp's Adventure no we have Lady and the Tramp we're fine we're good without it
1: there. To say there's a cinderella too
0: there's a cinderella too
1: dreams come true yeah i think don't like, know
0: what the plot is
1: <laughs> you'd think like the old school classics we'd leave alone right because you know they're based on Grimm's fairy tales let's not push it but no they went there they went there sleeping beauty 2 the
0: return of melissa the maleficent <laughs> it's
1: just, it's sleeping <laughs> beauty 2 <laughs> Never mind. I was going to make a terrible joke about consent, but never mind. <laughs> Snow White and the Eight Dwarfs. <laughs> Snow White and the Eighth Dwarf. <laughs> wait, that's a different... That's, that's, wait a minute. I think I downloaded the wrong movie. <laughs> I've seen this one. Wait, that's not... This is not appropriate. Uh, I would be interested in seeing Bambi 2, Bambi's Revenge. I'm just saying. Disney, if you want to make that... <laughs> Bambi it's grows up. As long as Bambi is voiced by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Yeah, it's like Taxi Driver, but Bambi, he's just, yeah. Not Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, Sylvester Stallone. There you go. He's dead set in front of the hunter that got his mom. You you you're the hunter that killed my mother. You go back to Bambi's house in the forest, and he just has, like, stuffed heads of hunters on his wall. (laughs)
0: thumper, thumper's voice by Arnold Schwarzenegger. badly, <laughs> 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 we need to get out of here now. the hunters are coming now.
1: Well, no one's doing it. The hunters wanna join. Adrian, you know, it's like, what you can do? You know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to sit here on this tree and shop my antlers. I'm going to kill me some of them. You know, it's like, uh, you know, Get to the chopper! <laughs> oh, all right, Let's call this thing. All right. So, wow. There you go. There are our there are our choices for the terrible twos, the worst movie sequels with number two in the title. What do you think of our list? Do you have any we left off? Uh, and you want to hear us talk about in the future? Should we do? Should we keep pushing and do? Uh, uh, we can't use terrible again. Um, um, what's another adjective that starts with a T that means bad? <coughs> terrible. Well, okay, yeah, the terrible threes, sure. Terrible. That's just terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. Should we keep going and do worse third movies? The tasteless threes. There you go. Tasteless threes. Ah. Uh. Let us know. Until then, he's the doc. I'm Obi John. This has been your weekly Nerdler.